What's up, everyone? Welcome to back to the Galaxy Couch Podcast. I'm Bran. I'm Danielle. Here recapping all of Lost. We are now on the seventh episode. Got it right. Look at us. Yeah. You gotta. I have to like focus on what the episode title is because our episode titles are different than the episode titles of the show. Since we did the pilot together, as, yeah, one, one episode chunk. So we're here talking about the Moth episode Moth seven. Man. Moth Man. Is Charlie the Moth Man? Charlie's the Moth Man. Spoilers. <laughs> so this episode is very Charlie centric and. We actually finally have a dry erase board. We'll have to post a picture of that to our Twitter uh, at the Galaxy Couch Pod, or at Galaxy Couch Pod. There you go. Uh, we've separated the board, or Dan- Danielle has separated <laughs> the board into Team Beach and Team Caves, with nice laminated pictures of everyone. Um, so far for Team Beach, we have Saeed, Walt, Mike, Vincent, uh, Sawyer. Kate, Boone, Shannon, and then from this episode, you added... Oh, just two random named people? Scott and Steve. They helped rescue. Yeah. So they were important. I'm Scott. I'm Steve. No, I'm Scott. But cool. We got names for you guys that we're probably never going to learn anything else about. (laughs) Background people. Uh, And then for Team Cave, we have uh, Jin, Rose, uh, Locke. Rose isn't there. Not Rose. Jin, Sun, Locke, Jack, Hurley, Charlie, and we think Claire? I'm pretty sure Claire. They just haven't shown her. It's it's weird that, I mean, this episode was very Charlie-centric, but still, with everything going on, you could have shown Claire for half a second. Just, In the background sitting. Yeah. Just to, like, because you've already established this episode, or the previous episode being, like, okay, the camp is being split in two. So, I mean, I feel like you should establish... Where everyone is. Yeah. Which I'm sure in the next couple of episodes that's going to be the case. But still, at at this point, like, I'm antsy. I want to know things. I'm like, where is she? Um, And then we have Rose, who we don't know where the fuck Rose is. Rose is showing up when she wants to show up. Yeah, she's just... She's off on her own. If I took a bet, I would say caves, but... That's just me thinking that the caves are the smarter place to be. I'm going to say Team Beach. I think she's just still sitting where Jack left her. Waiting for her husband. She's just rationing just little sips of water. She's like, I don't need to eat. I just need my husband. Yeah, that's true, probably. So who knows where Rose is? So, yeah, the episode begins. We got Charlie struggling. He's he's sweating. He's... Shaking. Yeah, he's got the shakes. He's a little angry or antsy. He's very angry. <sighs> Angsty. <laughs> Angie angsty. Um, Locke wants him to help him. With what we do not know yet. Yeah, he's just like, oh, just, just come, come with on. Come on, let's, let's take a walk. He's like, fuck off. Yeah, he's like, let's, let's come on. It's good for you. Fresh air. It's like, we're f- surrounded by fresh air, Locke. That's literally all we have. Locke is trying to be BFF with Charlie, and Charlie's like, mm, you have Walt. He's just kind of rejecting everything at this point because of the... He in a bad mood. Not getting his drugs. So... At this point, we just get Charlie walking by his lonesome. Through the jungle. Through the jungle. It's it's not, you don't see him walking with Locke, so you're thinking like, oh, something, what? Right, that's confusing. He just wanted to be alone. And then we hear squealing. Wait, Ominous squealing. Then Charlie starts running, running and running. And then eventually we see it's a boar. 
Well, it's not all squealing at first, first it's just like... Oh, yeah, it's kind crunch, of like crunch, a crunch. monstery sound. Mm-hmm. So that's a little good subversion. So I, I was at first thinking like, oh, okay, Charlie's taking a walk on his own. Now he's going to confront whatever the, the island creature is. The island creature. The island creature, the unnamed being. Maybe it was the Mothman, who knows. That's how he became Mothman. So... <laughs> We get, we finally see that it's a boar, um, and, and he heckin' runs, falls into that trap that the Ewoks use to capture Luke, Han, and Chewie and Return of the Jedi. Um, and then Locke pops out and says, "Hey, you, <laughs> good teamwork. You're a good bait." Charles like, "Fuck off again." He's like, "Give me my drugs," and that's where we get the title. It's, he's like, "I want my drugs now." Like, or no, he what he says it is like a command. Like, you will give me my drugs yeah, but now. That's not where we get the title of the episode. Or they're just just lost. Yeah, oh. like that. That's where we hit the lost title. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back to Locke going, "Ask me three times." He makes it. A Answer these game. my questions three. <laughs> Answer these my questions three. Do the do they want thy drugs? <laughs> so uh, that's when we get our first flashback. Charlie is in a Catholic church. He's in a confessional booth. Is only Catholic church that have confessional? I'm pretty sure. I mean, my church didn't have a confessional. Wow. Guilt team. It's team, team guilt. <laughs> okay, he's in a Catholic church. So he's got the whole, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. He says that he he was with a woman. He had relations. He had relations with a woman. And then he had relations with another woman. And then right after that, he watches them have relations. <laughs> the priest of- is like, a lot of relations. He's like, I don't know. Just see some fucking Hail Marys. And she's you got... took the one bone away and she found another. Oh, she did. Oh, Luna. And her sock. Crunch, crunch. Um, so, yeah, he leaves the confession booth. And his brother is sitting there in one of the pews. And he says something like... He's wearing a shirt that says music slut. Music slut. And Charlie's like, sir. And... And he says, the meek shall inherit the earth. Which yeah. is very ominous, weird. Is, is that Harold from, Lauder vibes. Harold Lauder vibes. Every dog has his day. Is that from the Bible? I think so. Sorry, Luna, I gotta take that from you. No crunchy toys. Um, so yeah, he's uh, talking to his brother. He shows him an envelope. He says... We got signed! <laughs> we are now on a record label and charlie's like no i'm actually not wanting to quit or want he's like i want to quit the band and his brother tells him like no you are the band like you write there's all no this- drive shaft without you yeah there's no drive shaft without you you write all the songs you um which like you could tell is off from the start because what lead singer ever says that to a bass player that's true, but it also seems like Charlie's kind of got like a Mark Hoppus thing going on. Like he plays bass and he sings. Yeah, but his brother's the lead singer and they're the I'm everything ones. That's true. The, the front center stage. Even if it was true, he wouldn't be saying it to him. He's just trying to get him to join. Right. Well, I mean, it, it seems in this point, at least, that he's being very honest with him. Like he's saying like, like, yeah, I can sing, but like your songwriting is what makes the songs. So, like, that, that seems like credit where credit's due. Yeah. Maybe he is a little bit, like, he's... Pan- Hyping him up. Yeah, he's, like... he's pandering a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely got pandering from it. But at the same time, he's still trying to be, like, brotherly. He's like, uh, what does he call him? Baby brother. Baby brother. Baby brother. Um, Twice. 
<laughs> so that's when we he, oh charlie says if it gets too crazy we're out like we're done like, if i say we leave we leave yeah if, if i say we leave we like leave. promise like i promise it, it totally, we walk away you can tell like oh yeah that's gonna be the case <laughs> that's totally gonna happen so that's when we cut back uh lock is gutting the the boar and that's when he that's when he says ask me three times for your drugs yes it's like make let's make this a fun little game and charlie's <laughs> like no i just I just want my fucking heroin man come on he's like no it's about choice which i like yeah that's that is a good point. Locke is a very very smart man. Philosophical. Philosophical. We've that's that's sticking in my brain. Philosophy. Locke is, and you said John Locke. The the is a philosopher. Was a philosopher. Old philosopher. When I searched pictures for the board, I forgot to put John Locke lost, and it just came up with all these portraits of of John Locke, the yeah. philosopher. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so let's see. We get Syed now. He's... Did we already have Kate and Jack arguing about, like, you're mad at me for staying? No, I'm not no, mad at you. That's, yeah, that's next. So, okay. she, yeah, they're like, no, you're mad at me for staying. Oh, you're mad at me for going. Like, okay, He well. just really loves this case. Like, no, what I said, the caves are the smart place to be. They're the safe place. I don't want to live here. Jack's like, no one fucking does. Well, yeah, no one wants to be on the island. He's like, we're trying to find shelter now at this point. Like, we can't just live on the beach forever. It's like, get... that's not the plan. We're going to get rescued. Saeed says so. And he's worried that they're going to get attacked by lobstrosities. Oh, no. <laughs> Dada chum did a check. Uh, and that's when Syed lies, lays down his plan for triangulating. Um, what is he? He's telling Kate and... Not Boone. No, yeah, Boone. Yeah, Kate and Boone. There's going to be Boone, but then it was Shannon. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, he tells them we've got bottle rockets for when once we've placed them the satellites. That's when we're going to actually how to signal each other to turn them on. Um, there's not enough battery. Yeah, so he wants to like conserve as much battery as possible. So that's we're going to turn it on as we're all uh, activated. Mm-hmm. And sounds like a good plan. And then we got Sawyer still sitting on the beach. Doing... They need another battery. They need another battery. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. why she asked him if they have a laptop. Oh, that's right. They need another battery. And he's just a dragon sitting on his pile of rubies, so... Trying to flirt with Kate still. Mm-hmm. I could find someone to share this pl- tent with. And calling Saeed stereotypical racial... Mohammed this time? Yeah, I think he calls him Mohammed. Um, he's reading a book. He's just, you know, he's such a fucking loafer. He's just doing nothing. But his hair is kept nice for being on an island. <laughs> Somehow. He's got that mane and tail somewhere. <laughs> got that horse shampoo. Um, so that's when he gives up the laptop battery after... All you had to do was say please. Yeah, being a tool. Um, I think this is when we get our next flashback. What's the next one? The next one is the band performing. Oh, is that that soon? Yeah. Okay. So so the band is performing, and that is when... Um, this, it seems like they're having a good time, and then uh, they're at the chorus of the song, and then 
um, his brother right. Liam takes over the part where Charlie is supposed to sing. And Charlie's just staring at him the whole time while he's playing bass, like, dude, what the fuck? This is my part. And that's when he confronts him after the show, like, dude, what the hell? That was my song. He's like... The crowd wanted it. I just got caught up in the moment. It won't happen again. Yeah. Total kind of dickhole behavior. Just, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm the lead singer. So I, I, f- I felt like that was supposed to be my thing. My bad. Um, and at this point, I think that's when there's a, a woman who comes in and he says... She's cool. Let him buy. Yeah, she's back. cool. Let him buy. And she gives him a little baggie and i think charlie notices at that point yeah because then he says chill out baby brother yeah chill out baby brother baby brother baby brother um and it's a it's a quick one too so that's when we cut back and charlie's sweating he's shaking he's angry and jack and hurley come back with some stuff and charlie like hops up he's like oh yeah i can help you out i I used to carry stuff when i was in the band all the time like just really like Going. Yeah. And then he spills a case. Jack's like, no, Charlie, wait. And the zipper breaks. Yeah, and the zipper breaks. So he's like, you know what? We don't need your help. And Charlie kind of feels... Put down. Yeah, very much put down at this. So he kind of feels like, oh... he's looking for drugs in the bag, too. And then tells Jack that he was looking for aspirin. Yeah, I got a headache, so I'm looking for aspirin. And he says, well, that's... Diazepam. Diazepam. That's for anxiety. Which, yeah, maybe half a die as a Pamela help you out. He, he looks pretty frantic. He looks pretty... I'm, I'm not a physician, so <laughs> I'm probably way off on that. I don't but... think it would do the same as heroin. Yeah, probably not. Um, so that's when Charlie is like trying to play guitar, and then he gets frustrated, and then he get, goes, storms across the caves. Because Hurley moves it, and it's like, is this yours? like, yeah, you might have recognized me from Drive Trap. And it's like, nah, Jack just said it was in the way. Yeah, his, his guitar case is like, yeah, they're just trying to move stuff because it was in the way. So once again, in the way is like all he heard. He thinks like, oh, that's all I am is this fucking burden. Because mm-hmm. all he had was the band before. So he tries to be like, you know me from Drive Shaft? I did this with Drive Shaft. I played bass in Drive Shaft. Mm-hmm. Uh, drive Shaft, we did this. Drive Shaft, Drive Shaft, Drive Shaft. And Hurley's like, I don't know Drive Shaft. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I have a Willie Nelson CD. That's, that's pretty much it. I got my tape or my CD player. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, uh, Charlie storms across the camp and starts yelling at Jack and Jack's like, no, I, I just didn't need help. Like, dude, you're not worthless. Calm down. And it, it was his yelling mm-hmm. that does this next. Cause he gets louder and louder. Yeah. He starts shouting at like the top of his voice. And then all of a sudden rumble, rumble, camera shaking and all this cave in. Yep. We got a cave in. Um, Charlie's able to escape the cave before it locks him in and Jack is trapped inside. We, we don't hear anything from him. So everyone's like, oh no, Jack, we need to get him out. Jack's dead. So at this point, Charlie runs across, uh, uh, back to the beach. Yes. Uh, saying, hey, we need to get help. Uh, Jack is trapped in a cave in. So that's when Boone... It was like, five o'clock, bottle rocket, turn it on. What? Yeah. Can Shan- you do this? Shannon's responsibility now is to be uh, the bottle rocket uh, satellite person that Boone was about to be doing. Um, so that's now her responsibility. And the way he's explaining it and the way she's responding, you're like, oh no, she's going to be like the, 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 the hitch in the plane. reason that it doesn't work. Yeah, but she just, you know... That's better things to think about. Exactly. So half the camp goes, uh, half the beach camp goes 
back to the caves to try to help out. And that's when we get, I'm Scott. No, I'm Scott. I'm Steve. I'm Steve. Cool, Steve. Just when you don't know your own children. Semantics. Let's fucking go dig Jack out. S1, S2. Um, and this is the part where we vaguely kind of get the idea that Mike is in construction. He says that he is. Oh, that's right. He does say that he is. He says uh, eight years construction. Eight years of construction. So he's kind of taking charge in this moment because he's like, I know what to do. I know about structural integrity. I know all that stuff. So mm-hmm. let's, we need to get in. We need to get him out. Like this. We have to be careful where we pull. This one's load bearing. Um, and then that's when Sawyer finds out. So Sawyer's, or no. Yeah, Charlie goes to tell Sawyer, like, hey... Where's Kate? Where's that? Like, yeah. He's like, well, you just missed you just missed Sweet Cheeks or whatever he says. Something. His little southern drawl. So he decides to go after Said and Kate. To let them know. Mm-hmm. But then she's abrasive to him. He's like, well, fuck this. And it's like, I only hurt, help myself, so I'm here to help you. She's like, really? <laughs> With no M.O. None whatsoever. Um, so that is the point where... Does Charlie run to get Locke, then? Yeah, Charlie runs to get Locke, and... Or no, he he goes back with the group to the cave-in. He's, like, kind of, like, observing them digging and just Mm -hmm. kind of, like, seeing, like, oh, there's nothing I can do to help at this point, so I'm just gonna walk away. And he walks over to where Locke is skinning the boar, and... He just kind of casually tells him, like, uh, yeah, there's, there's been a cave-in. happened to Jake? He's like, well, are people helping him? Yes. Why aren't you? He's like, I came to tell you. And that's when Locke's kind of like... No, you didn't. Yeah, I feel like you're not coming over here to tell me that. I feel like you're coming over here for something else. That's when Charlie says he hates feeling like this. And that he needs his drugs. hmm And that's... The second time. Second ask. Ask number two. Ask me again. And that's when he shows him the moth. Which I like this monologue. This is a really good monologue. Me too. Says that this moth or this this cocoon you think is actually a butterfly, but it's actually a moth. Moths are like you know they're they're super fast. underrated. They're super underrated. They're faster. They're they're they beautiful. Spin silk. They spin silk. Um, which begs the question: Does the Mothman spin silk? The Mothman sells the silk. The Mothman sells the silk. Yes. So he's a silk merchant. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm learning things today. That's good. Um, so yeah, he, he says, uh, this, this moth is almost, uh, ready to emerge from its cocoon. He's in there struggling and fighting his way out. He's in, yeah, he's in there struggling and fighting his way out, because life is all about struggle. Like, you can't... Well, he says, like, that he could take his knife and help it out and gently cut it and pry it open so he could come out, but then the moth wouldn't be strong enough to survive. Mm-hmm. And it's, struggle is nature's way of strengthening. Yep, struggle is nature's way of strengthening. That's, I like that one. That's mm-hmm. a good quote. That's... Put that on a cross stitch. <laughs> um, which spe- moth border. Speaking of which, that's what you're working on while we've been recording. recording. Um, just doing a criminal minds cross stitch right now. It's good to keep the hands busy for an anxious mind. <laughs> what does it say? It's wheels up. Wheels up and thirty. Wheels up and thirty. I was also working on Cubone during the first one. Good old Cubone. That was so quick. <laughs> Um, so we have a lot of bare hand digging. I feel like someone's going to lose a nail. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you don't got any tools. I don't so... think breaking a nail is their biggest concern on the island. I mean, I feel like I would be too hyper-focused on that if I had uh... a nail ripped back. I'd be like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. Good luck, Jack. <laughs> Hope you can survive. Uh, so Jack is pinned. They were able to get a whole 
out of the uh, rubble. To... I'm like, like, he's alive! Carmoni, he's like, I'm pinned. I'm pinned. So he can't move because he's got some rocks pinned against him. Holding his arm down. And that is when we cut back to Sawyer, Saeed, and Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, they are... At the second point. Yeah, they're at the second point, and Saeed says, all right, you need to put this up. You want to be helpful? Be helpful. And climb this tree, you fucking peasant. <laughs> so Sawyer's climbing the tree to put the satellite up there, and then Saeed says, I'm going to go off and put this one in the other location. Um, wait till 5 o'clock for my uh, bottle, rocket. bottle rocket, and then you can launch yours off, and then we will all turn them on. Mm-hmm. So... Seems like a very clear-cut plan. Nothing can... Kate gets very antsy checking her watch every two seconds. Yep. And that's when Sawyer's like... Me and Jack are pretty much the same. If your pretty boy had survived longer than a week on the island. And we get this, like, ominous zoom in on Kate as she's like, what are you talking about? What did you say? Oh, you both... I didn't tell you? Yeah, he does that whole dickhead game of like, oh, did I not mention? I must have forgotten. It's clearly like and she just books it. Yeah, she's like, "Bye." She's like, "This is now your fucking job. Make sure you accomplish it, you fucking peasant." <laughs> I'm just gonna keep referring to Sawyer as a peasant. He's he's very peasant like. Is he? I mean, he doesn't do anything. Peasants work hard. Oh, peasants do work. The though. Okay. Don't do so shit. he's a plebeian. That's better. <laughs> Sawyer the plebeian. What a plebeian is. Uh, I think it's a plebeian is like someone who's like lesser, like. Okay. Like a lesser being um so this is when we get yeah k heads to the cave-in and um we get the next flashback yeah so uh charlie is coming into the the green room to see where his brother is he's like what the like fuck you miss sound check you miss check and you miss everything he's just hanging out with all these girls they're all drunk and stoned and they're just having a good time strung out strung out he's like you miss sound check we have to be on stage in what like an hour mm-hmm. it's like what the fuck man get get your shit together uh, we have a show to play, and that's when Liam kind of gets up and he's like, "We have a show. I love shows." Calm down, I'll be there. And Charlie gets pissed off at him. He's like, "We're fucking done." He's like, "After, after tonight's tonight. after tonight's show, the tour is done. We're canceled." And he's like, "What?" Liam's like, "What are and you?" Liam talking flips about? out. And Charlie says, "Like I told you, if I'm it doing gets, it, we're walking away. If if it gets too much, we're walking away." He's like, "No, we can't walk away from this. this is rock and roll. <laughs> you have nothing without this band. Do you think?" And he says, like, you are nothing. Like, I yeah. am I am drive shaft, is what Liam says. He completely changes the story. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it hurts, because you definitely see, like, the pain in Charlie's face. Like, the... Uh, that, the baby boy. This is not what you told me when we first started the band. Mm-hmm. Um, Leading you to believe that he just said those stuff to get him to sign up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, his brother leaves and says a whole bunch of shitty things to him, and then... Uh, Charlie's left looking in the mirror, sitting at at one of the makeup booths, just kind of beside himself. He's kind of sobbing, and then he picks up the bag of heroin. Well, there's all the empty foam canisters around. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of heroin being mm-hmm. done. Um, and that's when we see Charlie's about to do it for the first time. Very sadly. This is which, the beginning of Charlie's end. Uh, and I found a fun fact. Uh, any scene where Char- uh, Dominic Monaghan is doing heroin... 
He's actually snorting brown sugar. Ow! Yeah. It's, if, I mean, Leo DiCaprio did, uh, he was snorting crushed up vitamin B12 when he did Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, but I feel like that's thinner. Brown sugar is like big crystals. Yeah. I feel like, especially the way that uh, all these drug scenes are very much shot, like, it's very much shot in a in a way where, like, it's paying respect to cable TV. It's like, all right, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to show the baggie of drugs, but we're never going to show him actually using it. And when we do, it's kind of, like, obscured vision from the camera. Like his whole hand is in front of his face. Yeah, so I feel like you could get away with him not snorting anything and just making the, the, the sniffing sound mm-hmm. effect or something like that. Sort of little sugar granules up your nose. Yeah. Ow. Booger sugar. Actual booger sugar. No. <laughs> so that's when Charlie comes back to the caves and says, uh, "I or like they need someone to crawl in because it's, mm-hmm. they've got a small enough hole where someone can di- like get in there." And Harry's like, "Uh, mm, someone has to fit in there." Were they gonna like put in Walt? Like Mike's like, "Oh, Walt could probably fit." No, Mike was volunteering himself. Oh, he was volunteering himself. I suggested Walt. Yeah, you suggested Walt. Which is the? T- it's like really? Are you gonna put a little baby boy in danger? Use the child. Use He's the, small. Use the child. Charlie comes in. He's like, no, Mike. Am Hobbit. <laughs> am Hobbit. Am small. Am can reach places where others can't. Uh, he's like, Mike, you have a kid. You have someone here with you. Uh, Boone, you have your sister. Um, son has a husband. Son has a husband. Jin, you have son. Like all these. He's like, everyone here has someone. I don't have anyone. If I were Hurley, I'd be like, I'm fucking here by myself. <laughs> I don't have a. F- I mean, I have friends now, but like, I didn't. I didn't. Come- I thought we were friends, Charlie. It's like I, I didn't fly here with a friend. Like, okay, that's fine. So Charlie's crawling in. He does a little wiggle, 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 and then by the time he gets into the cave in, it's it, starting to collapse again. Yep, it collapses again, and it gets caught behind him. And that's when Kate comes in, and she's like, "Jack, Jack, what, what, what? Why is no one digging?" Yeah, so she starts digging frantically, and you see, like, everyone's getting, like, water breaks, and she ain't stopping digging. She's not taking even a rest. Nope. (laughs) No rest for the wicked. No rest for Kate. Uh, Charlie manages to get inside the cave and remove the rock from Jack. Jack's shoulder is dislocated in a yucky-looking way. He's like, you gotta pop it back. I was like, no, thank you. He's like, no, you have to. He's like, just grab my arm and pull as hard as you can, which... I'm not a doctor, but is that how you relocate someone's shoulder? Maybe on an island when you have very limited resources. Maybe. But it, it just felt very, like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Did it happen in Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Callie was an orthopedic surgeon. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know the logistics of that, but sure, I guess you could pull someone's arm if it's dislocated and relocate their shoulder into place. Just pull and pray. And then they're sitting there after he gets Jack's shoulder into place. Jack yelps in pain because... <laughs> it hurt. Obviously. Um, and that's when Charlie is kind of sitting there. He's like, wow, this is confined space. It's kind of like a confessional booth. And I kind of like that as a little bit of like symbolism. It's, it's like, okay, he... At the beginning of the episode, we kind of started in a confessional booth. Mm-hmm. And now we're back. In sort of a confessional booth. A makeshift confessional booth. mm -hmm, A makeshift confessional booth because uh, Jack asks Charlie, so... How long has it been? Yeah, how long has it been? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, how long has it been since you've been experiencing withdrawals? 
Or like, when was your last fix? Yeah, when was your last fix? And he says, it's a day and a half. So, I think that... that I was like, I could have been helping you. It's kind of a testament to how strong heroin is, is you can't hits that hard. barely go a day without using it mm-hmm. when you have been using it. So, don't do heroin. Heroin, not okay. Not going to be a fun ride. No. Um, I feel and if like- you've recovered from heroin addiction... Props to you. Yeah, you are the best kind of person. You did the big thing. And it's it's probably still a daily struggle. You got this. You got this. Um, so that's when we... Charlie sees the moth. And he sees like, oh, it's like a moth, a moth. I know a moth. Locke was telling me about moths. <laughs> that's my moth. <laughs> that's my moth. Um, and he's like, he sees the moth kind of like float up to like a little like pocket. And he's like, wait, if the moth can get in... We can get out. Um, so then they kind of start digging and digging and digging. And he sees a little light. And yeah, he's like, I see a little light. Um, and that's when we cut back to Saeed. Saeed just set up the third transmitter. And... All right, it's time. Looks at his watch. He's like, all right, bottle rocket time. Launches off his bottle rocket. Then we cut to Shannon sitting on the beach having a conversation with someone. Uh, talking about... Malibu and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. They're talking about Malibu. Talking about the beach. And then all of a sudden... She's like, shit, shit, shit. Sees the bottle rocket. He's like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I gotta light this off. And then we cut to Sawyer. And he's like, all right, time to light the bottle rocket. Pilgrim. Did we show him lighting the bottle rocket? No, we don't see him lighting the bottle rocket. That's right. We just cut back to Saeed. And Saeed's like, all right, there's the second one. Where's the third one? Come on, Kate. Come on, Kate. And then that's when you see the third one launch off. So we as an audience omnisciently know. It's time. It's it's Sawyer. And then yeah. he turns on the transmitter. No, that's the very end of the episode. We're with the last flashback. With the last flashback? Yeah. Doesn't it end with Saeed getting? No. Oh, never mind. So, yeah, it, it, he sees the third bottle rocket. And then he's like, yes, finally. And then he turns on the transmitter. Like, come on, come on, come on. And then on. it starts triangulating a signal. And you see he's got, like, a full signal. And he's, like, excited. He's like, yes. And then from behind, you see... Whomp. Bonk. So Saeed gets hit. He goes down to the ground. A lot of blood. Looks like he's he's very much... Got a big wound. Big head wound. Um, and it just looked like a piece of just... just driftwood or something. Yeah, driftwood or a Metal. tree branch. And we don't get to see who hit him. And we don't get to see Saeed for the rest of the fucking episode. <laughs> so I, I'm anxious to watch the next one. You and me both. Um, so that's when we cut back to the caves. And everyone's like still trying to dig, dig, dig frantically. And then Charlie and Jack emerge from out the top. They just come walking around the back like, hey. He's like, uh, oh, yeah. Ah! They're like, where the fuck did you come from? Like, oh, there's, there's a hole we, we managed to find. You know. What's it called? That plot device when... Um, deus Ex Machina? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was definitely a Deus Ex Machina. Oh, look, a hole. It's <laughs> smaller than the hole that they're making. It's, it's, it's better than the hole that they're making right now. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> so that's when everyone's kind of celebrating. Yay, yay, we did it. Let's all celebrate with some nice natural spring water that Nestle hasn't <laughs> stolen yet. Yuck. Uh, and then Walt's kind of hanging out around the caves. He's like, I kind of want to live here. Dad, can we move? Yeah. And He's like, okay. Forgot yeah. to switch them. Yeah, so uh, Walt and Mike are now Team Caves, which Team Beach is starting to look a lot smaller. It's dwindling. Dwindling. Um, and then that's when we get Charlie leaves and goes, or no, they're, uh, they're having a luau on the beach. Do we have his last flashback yet? 
Oh, that's that's when we have the last flashback, mm-hmm. right before this. So uh, we see Charlie not walking up to a door. He's wearing the same clothes he's wearing on the island, so we can assume this is the last day before the accident. Uh, he's wearing a very his, picturesque house uh, that he's walking up to. Yeah, very nice, uh, like suburban home. He's uh, wearing his Ringo Starr sunglasses, his 2004 <laughs> cool guy shades. Um, and he knocks on the door, and his brother answers the door, looking very white Prim suburban dad. <laughs> Prim and Prim proper. Pro- that posh. Posh. He's, he's got some nice glasses. He's got, like... Uh, his hair's waxed up. Yeah, he's he got a haircut. His, his hair's, like, looking good. He's wearing, like, a... A polo. A, yeah. And he invites Charlie into the backyard for some lemonade. So they're, they're talking about his daughter, and he's like, yeah, like, kind of reminiscing a little bit. Uh, he's like, yeah, we for, we completely missed the birth of my daughter when we were out in class. Because Charlie asks, says they're going to record. And he's like, they won't record without you. He's like, you were there with me when I missed the birth of what's her name? I forget his daughter's name. Yeah. Uh, birth, birth of daughter. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm kind of done with that part of my life. I'm not I'm not a musician anymore. And Charlie's like, well, we're going to go on tour. And they said they won't do it without you. They won't do it without you. And he's like sorry i'm I'm not i'm not gonna tour and charlie gets really upset with him and then liam can kind of tell that he's still using yeah he's like oh you're still using and then his brother kind of calls him a junkie which isn't very fair because it's sort of his brother's fault for introducing that to his life yeah i mean life is all about choices but at the same time his they brother, are influenced yeah his brother made a choice to bring drugs into a life where charlie was literally just about the music man it was mm-hmm. just the music and then he asks Charlie to live with them for a while, how Sydney has great rehab places. Um, and Charlie basically tells him to piss off. Oh, and goes like, you never did anything for me. You're not doing for something for me now. You never helped me. And then his brother's like, I never helped you? Which, did he? I don't know his whole story. We don't know his whole <laughs> story, but... jaded by personal experience. Yeah, just, just from the, the flashbacks, it, it does almost seem like... Everything that Liam did was very self-serving. In it for himself. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, if we could be rock stars and I could get into some good drugs and then I could get into some girls and I can get into some alcohol. (laughs) He's becoming (laughs) sweaty. All right. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) So that's when, yeah, Charlie leaves. He's like, I got a plane to catch. And he walks away in kind of slow motion. And then that's when we see they're having like a little beach luau because Locke got the... They're having a pig roast. They're having a pig roast and everyone's kind of happy and together again. And Charlie walks over to Locke who's tending the... Uh, the piggy fire. The piggy fire. But he's like, he's got like a, like a, like a water wreath or something like that. Like a little like grass thing. He's just like swatting at it. He's keeping it moist. Is that how it is? I don't know. I thought he was just like keeping the flies away or something like that. Maybe. That's like swatting stuff away. Like, no, 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 this is my meat. Um, So, yeah, we get Charlie asking for the third time. He's very tense. He's like, give me the drugs. Ask you asking me again. Ask me again. Um, So he says, Locke looks very upset. He's like, ah, damn it. This is the third time. Are you sure? (laughs) He's like, yes, I am sure. So Locke is like, God damn it, I have to give you the heroin, which, if I'm Locke, I don't think I want to walk around with a little baggie of heroin in my pocket. Why? 
I don't know. Just like the idea, I'm like, this feels wrong. This feels dirty. There's no laws on the island. That's true. Ain't no laws on Lost. Um, so then Charlie decides to throw his little baggy heroin in the fire, which I don't know if that's the best idea. <laughs> Will that work well? Is everyone like, yeah, everyone's what like, is that? what's that smell? Why does it smell like burnt hair? It's like a horrible. 80s rock concert. <laughs> Burnt hair and plastic. So then Locke is like, I'm proud of you. You made you've made a good choice. You're you're a moth now. <laughs> you have become the moth man. Team moth. And then Charlie looks up at the sky and he sees a moth kind of fluttering around and then Charlie looks kind of Hopeful. Very hopeful. And that's the end of the moth. Oh Finn. 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 And I really like that one. I, I'm, I'm really liking how they're... I'm noticing... Well, obviously, have been noticing the the structure of uh, telling like the present story with the flashbacks. And I like how we're starting to slowly get into all of everyone's... Uh, Backstories. Yeah, story before the story. I'm curious, what brought them there? I'm curious about Sawyer because I think Sawyer's next. I'm not sure. We haven't had Sawyer, Saeed... Sawyer, Saeed, Claire. Claire, Mike, and Walt, which I don't know how they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boone and Shannon. Yeah, we haven't had them either, I guess. So, yeah, we've, we've had several people. Hurley, we haven't. Oh, yeah. Um, what was Hurley doing in Australia? Yeah, that's a good point. So, um, I like specifically for someone like Sawyer, I don't know how I'm going to feel if they try to give him some sort of compelling backstory homeboy is a racist misogynic piece of work so i don't know how i feel about mr uh garnier fruit teeth mr mr nice hair the only thing nice about him the only thing nice about him um but yeah i guess i guess we'll have to wait and see i'm excited for the next one yeah do, yeah. do is this one of those you wrote it down kind of episodes? No, those ones that I wrote down are season one, episode twenty four, season two, episode one, season three, episode one. Okay, so we got a bit to go. We got a bit to go. We'll get there. <laughs> like I said before, if I was watching this on my own, I'd be halfway through the show. <laughs> but if you're watching this on your own and recording a podcast, would you be all the way through this? Yes. <laughs> yes. I can do a Colonel Minds podcast solo. Oh, I'd like to. I'd like to see that. <laughs> all right until next time you got any final words not today not today nothing i'm trying to think i'm gonna stick with the 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 sign off that i'm didn't i'm trying to make it work stop trying to make fetch happen stop trying to make fetch happen well this is my fetch keep it cosmic bye